Hi guys, I'm Dr. Zara Nortley um, and I'm a dentist and facial esthetician slash skincare expert. Um, my, my company is run in my own name, um, Dr. Zara Nortley, um, and today I'm going to be discussing how you can improve your skincare routine at home. Welcome to Pageantland, the UK's premier podcast for all things pageantry, with your host Jessica Barkley. Here you'll find guest experts, past, present and future queens, plus my own personal insights into what it's like to follow your pageantry dreams. So whether you're hitting the stage for the first time, looking to up your game, or even after some inspiration to follow your own dreams, I hope you will find something here for you. I'll ask the questions you're too embarrassed to and get real about the highs and lows of pageantry. If you enjoy this episode, please give us a share on social and pop me a review on iTunes. Now strap on those heels and let's get into it because we have a lot to cover. Hello, hello, hello and welcome back to another episode. This is particularly exciting because this episode is going to go out um, the week after our new website launches. So if you haven't checked it out, rock on over to www.pageantland.online and you can see all the exciting new things that we've got going on. There's going to be loads more to add on there, but um, we're just so excited to have like the main website up. So please go and deep dive into it and let us know what you think over on the Instagram. Um, but today we have Zara with us and it's really topical that we're speaking because I just have spots everywhere today. It's like, <laughs> I keep picking at them. I'm not anyone. Oh, no. um, but just in case anyone doesn't know who you are, um, could you just give us a little bit of background of when and how you started in pageantry? Because that's how we met. Absolutely. So um, I've been competing or I, I competed since um, 2011 um, in starting with the Miss Ghana UK competition and went through the Galaxy system um, a few times um, and was crowned Miss Galaxy England in 2016. Um, I've since competed um, for Miss Universe Great Britain um, and of course the brand new Ms Great Britain last year um, in its inaugural year, which is really exciting. That stage was absolutely epic. Um, just, I'd never been to watch it as well. I'd never been to see it. And then I was in like front row on the tables. Um, and I was just like, wow, what have I landed in? Like, I saw way more <laughs> um last year than, well, what was it, last season, March to March last year, um, than I think I've ever seen in my entire life. And yeah, that's definitely my favourite one to watch. Um, yeah. <laughs> incredible played up for the lack of this year I suppose yeah, it's, it's funny I think because there's, there's normally a gap after are there normally any pageants I can't think of any pageants that are normally April but there's normally a gap over the summer months when the internationals happen so I feel like mm -hmm. April is like the end sort of April March that's the end of the pageant season in the UK and then the next one sort of starts up a little bit later but next year is going to be completely squiffy so who knows <laughs> yes indeed <laughs> that's always kind of how, I guess the time I did Galaxy and Galaxy was March it always felt like pageant season was sort of wrapping up after that um and then people sort of a couple of months later was sort of getting back into it so maybe just me but um put answers on the back of a postcard if anyone knows if there's an official UK pageant season um <laughs> 
I guess um, when the PIAs can actually happen, um, that'll be that'll be the start of each new season because the award ceremony. But um, yeah, as we've heard in the last yeah. or so, that's moving too. So never mind. We will keep. We will, we will plow on. We will get pageantry back. Stay tuned, eh? Yeah, <laughs> eventually. And, and can you give us a bit more details about what you do outside of pageantry? Because that's mainly what we're going to be focusing on today. Sure. So um, by, by trade, so to speak, by profession, I'm a dentist or a dental surgeon. So I provide all sorts of dental treatments from checkups to root canal treatments, extractions, all of that fun stuff. Um, I work both in the NHS and privately. Um, and it's all good fun, really. It's all a little bit different, of course, this year after COVID. Um, but yeah, we're, we're, we're gradually getting back into the flow of things now. Um, yeah, it's just going to be this weird year, isn't it? <laughs> we keep trying to make the podcast episodes as green as possible because when I did the first couple, I was like, oh, we're talking about COVID a lot, and that could be over like in the next month by the time these podcast episodes go out. And then it's like, <laughs> <laughs> wishful <laughs> thinking, eh? It's like, I mean, I feel <laughs> I record quite far in advance, but not that far. <laughs> <laughs> ever hopeful i mean that's saying we have got um episodes planned up until like the 20th of april so i'm optimistic that maybe some of them will be post-vaccine fingers crossed and and what (laughs) drew you into the your current line of work oh that's i feel like i'm going back to a dental school um interview um i I didn't actually ever want to be a dentist. Um, I come from quite a long line of, of um, medical doctors. Um, and so I think my dad, there's a picture of me when I was about six um, in a full on surgical outfit. And that was always the plan. I'd be Dr. Nortley, like my dad, my sister, he got my sister. She's, a, she's um, nine years older than me. So he got her into it. Um, and then a um, bit of a long story. But yeah, I didn't end up in medicine. Um, I ended up doing a science degree and then met a girl who was at medical at dental school at the time. And she just kind of opened my eyes to what an interesting career it was. Um, I always I enjoyed science, of course. Um, I passed all the exams in science, which was helpful. Um, but I also like being around people. I'm very much a people person. Um, and I think dentistry in particular, you're seeing your patients, you see them on the whole every six months or so, give or take. Um, and you build really interesting um, and nice relationships with them. So you're not only seeing them when there's a problem, you, you see them, you get to know their lives. And um, it's, it's, it's magical. It really is. You're, you're playing an important role, of course, in their health, but also just in their general sense of well-being and there's a lot of aesthetic um parts of dentistry as well so it's a it's a rewarding career I'll say that yeah I always feel like I should book like a double session when I go see my dentist because we've <laughs> my previous dentist left the the I was at an NHS surgery which there aren't really many around here at all um and she left there and so I was going to have to move over to a private one and with someone else I didn't know um so I thought well now's the chance I'll move surgeries to another lady that I already knew and we could just gas for ages which when she needs to check my teeth is not very practical (laughs) (laughs) so I'm like I feel like I should book like a double session just so I could 
Like, have that time. We can have that. Ah, you're one of those. She's so fascinated by pageants. Well, it's not. I suppose it's not very often. You probably get loads of pageant girls, but she doesn't get pageant girls in very often. Of course. <laughs> so it's like um, she wants to know all about the pageant stuff that's been going on. And <laughs> I'm I'm must be pretty similar to your dentist in that case because I I can't help but want to know what's going on in people's lives and we get into these deep conversations and then think oh gosh like I do have to actually um, send you away now I'm really sorry but we'll catch up in six months we need to look at your teeth at some point <laughs> yeah kind of need to check your teeth while you're here but it's been great knowing about your life <laughs> and what made you move into like the additional stuff and more the aesthetic side of things and the skincare and um, so a friend of mine um, who I met at dental school is a maxillofacial surgeon. So he was a, he was already a qualified um, doctor and came to study dentistry with us. And he um, did lots of cleft lip and palate type surgeries. Um, and it was always just by chance. So he, he knew, obviously knew quite a lot about um, like facial anatomy. And he did a little bit of um, kind of Botox and dermal filler type treatments. Um, so invited me on a course one day and I suppose the rest is history it's as I say as I suppose with, with dentistry you're, you're looking after someone's health but you're also looking after the um their their appearance to to an extent I mean our smile is our smile is like the gateway to our soul so to speak um and I love that you can help someone to almost re regain their their confidence or to feel more like themselves because of course our faces do change um, with time with stress with age um and sometimes we just want to feel more like this the, the the me that we knew if that makes sense yeah and uh, yeah aesthetics is really great for for helping people to achieve that it's funny because um I, I mean i'm very honest about the fact that i've had my nose done and um, but even now you can hold pictures my before and after pictures together and people won't necessarily go to the fact that I've had my nose done. They'll be like, you just look a little, you look different. But they wouldn't. Yeah. And it was so tiny. It was such a marginal change. But it wasn't, it was like, um, not Mr. Potato Head, where you can like move the pieces around. It was like someone had put the wrong nose on. And it just wasn't quite mine. And also as someone who wears glasses, I had this extra cartilage, like where my glasses sit. So it used to bruise all the time. And it just wasn't oh. mine. So it was such a minute. I think people think anything aesthetic, be it obviously no surgery is a major surgery and something not to be considered lightly. And it took me 10 years to process it and decide yeah. I actually wanted to do it. Like wait until you are properly old. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd also, I'd... Um, I'd been under general a few times for surgeries that were needed. So I knew how I responded to general anesthetic and things like that. And I think that's the other one is I wouldn't, I wouldn't have gone straight under a general for something I didn't need to have, but as I knew it was okay with me. And, um, but it is that tiny thing that can really make you feel like you. Absolutely. Um, I think again, cause um, I've had two rounds of Aracutane, which for anyone that doesn't know is like, the absolute tank of skincare <laughs> treatments of acne treatments it's it's horrible it's a horrible thing to experience it is normally the last line of defense for, for real extreme cases um and it is if you have anyone going through a course of Aracutane they need a lot of love 
and mm-hmm. I, I speak from experience twice <laughs> they'll need a lot of love look after them um but obviously your skin takes a battering with that kind of level of acne and things and just to have the little lifts where I've had my little bits of Botox and stuff like that has just been um yeah completely game changing yeah and it's a tiny yeah. tiny bit people worry it's going to be like a completely frozen face and stuff like that but it's just it's not you go to the right person uh, it's not exactly you call them um tweakments instead of treatments it's just to feel a little bit more like yourself um the aim is not to change anything just to freshen it up a little bit yeah. as you say it shouldn't be something that someone looks at you and says oh you've had this done you just look a little bit fresher mm. that's always the aim anyway my my scale is always whether um harry Merver half actually notices which he, <laughs> he doesn't <laughs> always a good sign (laughs) always a good sign but the thing I think the big thing I had to get right after I'd been through like the really bad um acne because nothing had worked you get out of the routine of having any kind of skincare routine um and so it was I was then like well now now I've had the major treatments and obviously if you haven't got that level of extreme acne then you can jump straight into this step um but is to get to start a basic skincare routine because I'd given up because nothing worked. Um, so what are the important basics that people need to understand about a good skincare routine? What is a good skincare routine? Um, I think the the number, oh, it's hard to pick, put them in order. Hmm. I'm just going to give you the three. I think they're all very, very important. But um, cleansing, cleansing is essential. So when we cleanse, we should cleanse first thing uh, well, in the morning and then, of course, before we go to bed. And the whole point of doing that is to remove all the debris, the pollutants, grease, all the stuff (laughs) that ends up on your skin through the day um, and and to get that off your skin and out of your pores. Um, I mean, those living in cities are, of course, going to come into contact with more pollutants than others. Um, But what they, they can do is, of course, they cause acne. They can irritate your skin. So they can cause conditions like redness and rosacea Um dryness, irritation, um, hyperpigmentation, which is dark spots. Um, and then, yeah, so we, we need to get get those off our skin twice a day. Um, the second most important, or not second most important, I said I wouldn't say that, but the second thing that is important is wearing a sunscreen. And that is important for everyone, um, regardless of your, your complexion. Um, I know a lot of people in from Asian or black um, backgrounds tend not to use SPF daily um, and what we have to be aware of is there are different types of sun rays and there are the sun rays that will burn your skin so of course Asian black um, skin types tend not to be um, victims so much to, to, to sun burn and, and burning um, but the rays that that will cause the dreaded cat C word which is cancer um, and also um, can just irritate the skin and cause um, premature aging so we must 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 wear spf and that's even on dry dry um, sorry dry days cloudy days and um, dull days those those rays still get through the clouds so really 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 important um and the third one again not in order but is the use of some kind of antioxidant so i know jess you mentioned um that you were on roaccutane for a while what roaccutane is, it's, it's a super strong um, vitamin A, a retinoid. retinoid. Um, and what that does is it helps to almost neutralize 
um, these pollutants and these um, UVA, UVB rays um, and stop them kind of damaging the skin in the same kind of way. So, yeah, antioxidants, retinoids, um, vitamin Cs, green tea, all those things are really, really, really great for protecting your skin. Green tea is also great on the inside. Just gonna Indeed. <laughs> Do you drink much green tea? <laughs> I, I So in the winter, I normally love all the teas, um, but we have um, like the, the metal tong tea bags as opposed to the, all the waste, because you know I'm super eco. Um, so I don't like all the waste of actual tea bags. I have these little tong things. And the shop I get my tea from is shut for a refurb like the few days before lockdown, although it would be in a I'm very excited. I think I think it's this weekend they can reopen. So we've got a refill larder um, and they've had to relocate because they needed bigger premises because in lockdown, everyone got a little bit better at being more eco. So they got busy. <laughs> so I'm very happy about that. But I'm, Oh, yeah, that's great news. I'm missing my tea in the moment because <laughs> I've refused to go and buy the stuff that's covered in paper or in extra packaging. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fair. I think we could all use being a little bit more eco-friendly where possible. It's funny, I balance things out in life because it's like, yeah, but I'll still go get the um, Marks and Spencer's vegan churros that come in a plastic pot, but I won't go and buy the bags. But it's like, <laughs> peaks and troughs, it's how I balance it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, um, I think that was one of the, I, I my, my acne was so bad, like it was not, I wasn't going to be able to fix it with, um, be able to fix it on its own and I now know part of it is because I've got an underlying medical condition which is a hormonal issue and um, which mm-hmm. wouldn't have helped and um, but no one ever spoke to me about um like food and drinking water or like even SPF that yeah that might have been irritating it or like just <sighs> yeah I, th- I think the other one um that we should talk about more is gut health um so I think our, our kind of modern lifestyles, um, they can they play a big role in, in kind of reducing the health of our guts. Um, and that can have a massive effect on 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 skin and skin health. But also on um, things that you'd never, I mean, it's something I, I meet a lot at work. Um, it's people that are concerned about bad breath. And it's not necessarily that their oral hygiene is poor. Some of them have great oral hygiene, but sometimes it's their gut playing up a little bit that can lead to, lead to bad breath. So... I love my gut health really really fascinating and if anyone's Mm. not sure what we're talking about or is and wants to know more my favorite book so far has been the diet myth by Tim Spector um where he he he's obsessed with gut health um but it's basically he debunks all the sort of standard types of diets and things but keeps coming back to the basis that so much of it of ways of being healthy is is comes to gut health and yeah it's 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 a long book. There's quite a bit of science, but it's worth it. Sweet. Um, it's, it's so worth it. But um, yeah, I think I think the other thing I really like about when I have a good cleanse that I was thinking about when you were talking about cleansing is it does make me feel like three, four pounds lighter after I've done it. <laughs> I don't know if that's living in London where like if I go into central London, which obviously I don't do right now, but if I go into central London and then I come home and sneeze, it's black. It's gross. <laughs> I can't wait next year when we move out to the country to see like how much like it improves. <laughs> oh goodness. But it's like I must have hard and lungs, I think. <laughs> oh um, 
I, I mean, we noticed yeah. a massive difference during lockdown because we were under a flight path and obviously we haven't really had anywhere near contact yes. last time I spotted a plane going over. So it's great. <laughs> it's got better. Yeah. Um, so what would you say are the main tips that people need to consider if they're trying to improve their skincare routine? So they've got the basics there. How do they step it up a notch? So um, I think it comes down to kind of knowing your skin um, and knowing your skin concerns. So I would really recommend, I mean, there are, especially with lockdown, um, there are loads of, of skincare experts and professionals that are offering free consultations at the moment. Um, we're all so different. And I think looking into the reasons that your skin might be playing up, um, it all starts with diagnosis, doesn't it? We need to know what the problem is. Um, before we can start to look after it so if you're concerned about acne um, it might be that you need to be incorporating some salicyclic acid into your regime um, if you're concerned about um, rosacea or redness you may need um, some more calming soothing um, some products and something to restore your 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 skin's protective um, barrier so to speak um, I know with all this mask wearing and everything that's going on, the stress levels being sky high, um, our skin, <laughs> I know a lot of people are, are struggling with their skin a little bit more than normal. As you said, you've come out in a few um, a few spots recently. Um, but yeah, we've, I think sometimes we just need to alter, alter things a little bit. And it may just be one wonder product that you can add to your routine that will change things um, a fair bit for you. Um, the main one, I think, at the moment is with the changing weather and it, it being a lot um, colder now. Um, and of course, the humidity in the air is, is reduced and we're spending more time in, indoors with the heating on. Um, dry skin can be an issue. So make sure you're staying well hydrated, lots and lots and lots of water. But also using products um, that will help to trap that, that fluid and that moisture into your skin. Um, so you'd be looking at products containing hyaluronic acid, for example. There's, that was the other thing when I had my issues with my skin. Never once did anyone mention anything about water consumption. That I could have done. I could have drunk more water. The only thing they gave me about diet um, was Coke, which we didn't really have very much. Just stop drinking Coke. And I was like, well, we, didn't, we weren't really a Coke family. We were more like Sprite or Fanta. <laughs> and they were specifically going on about Coke um, and, uh, and chocolate. And it's like, you, who's going to tell a teenage girl to stop eating chocolate whereas actually for me it's the dairy so my, yes. mine flares up I mean I'm vegan now anyway but my skin flares up um if I had dairy um I've got a dairy intolerance because of my PCOS um but it also used to affect, it will affect my skin and quite often mm -hmm. I can tell if someone's tried to give me something that's not vegan because my skin will be the first first thing to tell me <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's our largest organ. I think sometimes we forget it's an organ at all. Um, but it, it needs to be looked after just in the same way that we talk heart health and bone and joint health and all the rest of it. We need to talk skin health. I think what's also really nice about your having a nice skincare routine is good for this like giant organ and, and looking nice. But I think actually doing it is so good for mental health. Like, I agree. Like that process <laughs> of having, and particularly at the moment where um, we are um, like back in lockdown, hopefully by the time this goes out, we should have been just about to come out of it. I can't remember the exact date. This comes out right at the beginning of December. Um, and um, 
it's if you're working and I know a lot of people will continue to work from home anyway but working from home if you haven't got a kid or like a pet waking you up like what are you getting up for sort of feeling whereas you're like I'm getting up because I'm going to do my skincare routine and if I then get back into bed fine but I'm going to get up and do that which to be fair I have done some mornings and I have a kid waking me up um, and <laughs> I really don't want to get up I'm feeling really pants today right well I'm just I'm just gonna get up and do my skincare routine and then I'll let myself get back into bed if I need to and quite often then you can get moving and going um and you can do affirmations in your head while you're doing it as well and um but it just kind of it's therapeutic I agree it is therapeutic I I mean um I'm I'm quite into my skincare so I I do use a few different products um each morning each evening um but it's just having spent a few minutes a day on yourself as it's it's so simple, but it's so rewarding just to think, yeah, I, I did this to look after myself today. Um, my One of my personal favourites is is a particular type of mask or peel mask. Um, it doesn't actually peel off, but it peels um, your skin slightly. Um, and you, you apply it, you sit still for five minutes and then you wash it off. It's that simple. Uh, but it's just I've I've sat still for five minutes and I've <laughs> zoned out for a little while. I think it's so important to find time for yourself. Have that little breather. And I'm, I'm, I'm quite lucky because Felicity likes watching me do it. So if for some reason oh. I'm it late and she's up, she'll sit and watch mommy go through it, and it's I still get a, that little bit of time. <laughs> <laughs> you always have to find things that they like doing, like like exercising with a kid when you've got a kid isn't always easiest well she quite likes going in the buggy so we go on a buggy run sort of thing it's you find your ways around it (laughs) just got to be picky with which ones um yeah so um if people wanted to come and see you how would you run an initial skincare consultation and do you do them in person do you do them online what do people need to know and what do you need to know when people come like how should they prepare what information should they have um it's uh, almost nothing come as you are so um i do a lot of my skincare consults um just via um message and and occasionally zoom telephone calls um I'll just ask you a little bit about your skin. So is there any particular concerns? Um, if anything particular happens if, when you wash, do you feel dry? Do you feel um, any areas that are flaky? Anything, any areas that get particularly red? Um, so I've got a whole bunch of, got a bunch of questions for you. And also kind of knowing what it is that you're hoping to achieve and what kind of time you wish to to, to spend on your skin, really. Um, as I said before, with that face, um, face mask I it's something I've only recently added to my routine because I knew that I wouldn't sit still for five minutes to let it work um so I I originally opted for um a serum that I just pop on before I go to sleep and and wash off in the morning um so yeah I think it's it's all hyper customized it's all very very bespoke um and tailored to to the individual for what works for them um and you have a specific product range that you work with. Um, I'm a little bit obsessed with the exfoliator, <laughs> Felicia, who's um, part of the Pageant Land team. I think she uses all of it and is constantly <laughs> raving about it. Um, 
can you tell us a bit more about that product range because yeah i'm i've i've been very very happy she's been very very happy so yeah yeah of course and i'm i'm of course i'm a dentist i'm not a salesperson um so to find a range that i really liked i knew worked um and trusted um was really important for me so it's a range that i've been using myself um called illumiae md um they offer it's a medical medical grade um range of products so it's only available through um a, a, an expert so to speak um and it's all hyper customized and and tailored to to the individual um i'm glad you love your products i really do and i know felicia <laughs> Um, she's tagged me a few times online so they are great ranges I've seen some great results um particularly I've, I've treated a few people for acne with them um and they are fantastic and I, I like things that work if it works count me in and what I've also found is that the products really last a long time as well so um the particular cleanser and moisturizer that I'm using at the moment I think I last bought them in April and they're still going so even though the price is slightly higher what you, than what you might find um, on the shelf in Boots, um, although it's probably around the same price as, as um, the Clinique-type ranges, um, they last and they work. So really, it's a um, yeah, it's an economical decision. That's the thing. I, like my other half, he'll use the simple face wash and be fine. Um, but things like that have never never worked for me they've never been they've never been enough my skin's always reacted badly to them and stuff and I do mm. think it is something you, you always wear your skin so you, <laughs> yeah. you always wear your skin so you might as well wash it with something nice I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna use that that's my new um my new tagline <laughs> there isn't there isn't another option like there's there's no skin bee um <laughs> You just got to wear the first one. Um, and I, yeah, I wish I started investing in higher quality skincare earlier. Um, and I mean, it was again, my mum never really had skin issues. So she didn't know that that was a, like a thing. She liked to indulge yeah. in, in higher ticket priced items like when she could, but it, she didn't, she never have to. Whereas I feel like my skin was at the point where I kind of had to. Um, yeah. And yeah. it's, it's just it, yeah I'm, I'm I mean it, a big advocate for investment and like I said well when did I buy the so my exfoliator hasn't run out yet it was in the summer for sure because I remember saying oh, you use it at night time and wear SPF so. <laughs> early early lockdown it might yeah I'm sure it was like May time yeah yeah so and it's still it's, not run out so yeah <laughs> at last good stuff. good 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 <laughs> This is um, something that is like my mascara normally runs like um expires before it runs out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, the same. I'm not like when people ever need like video clips of me doing stuff and I'm like, they're like, yeah, yeah, I need it by like the end of tomorrow. And I'm like, no, I do not, I'm not scheduled time to do my makeup between now and then. I need like three weeks' notice if you need me to catch a day that I'm wearing makeup. And that's not in COVID times, that's in normal times. There's like might be like one day every three weeks when I put makeup on. <laughs> <laughs> That's because you've got such gorgeous skin. Exactly. There we are. I'm completely lazy and spend too much time in the gym to bother. 
it's like when I have my makeup done professionally um you'll shoot me for this because I know you're not meant to leave your makeup on um but I take it off around my eyes I leave all my eye makeup on and and my eyebrows are tattooed anyway but I leave all like my eye makeup on if I've had lashes put on I leave all those on and I just take my makeup off around my eyes so that the next day I look all glamorous <laughs> I didn't hear that <laughs> but so my eye makeup so I take the foundation off I take all, all like blush or everything, lips, everything off. But I literally just leave like eye, <laughs> eyelid, eye up to eyebrow, and my lashes on. But what's that? Maybe like four times, four or five times a year tops, and that's outside of COVID. Five times tops that I'd actually have my makeup done properly. Um, <laughs> but Patrick always makes it look so pretty. No one he does, doesn't he? I'm looking forward to glam days. Glam days next year. <sighs> much needed. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna get every time I every time I go out to anything, I'm gonna get professional hair and makeup done. Um, Just because you can. <laughs> yeah. I'm doing it. Just because I can. Um, do you want to pop out for a coffee? Yes. I just need to get my professional hair and makeup team round um, <laughs> first, and then I shall meet you for coffee. <laughs> oh goodness. We'll see you. At, see you at eight then. Oh yeah. Bring, bring on the vaccine. Bring on the vaccine so we can get out and do stuff. Um, I'm hopeful, very hopeful. Um, I think that's you kind of all you can be right now, like miserable or hopeful. Those are your options. Yeah, hope is. Yeah, yeah, hope, hope is everything. One of my a friend of mine, um, she's a jewelry designer, and she has some hope earrings, which are magical. Oh. lift your spirits yeah I was saying my pumpkin I had a pump one of our three pumpkins had hope carved into it and I was just like oh no yes I saw them they were magical little pump. we don't uh so we don't as Christians we don't celebrate Halloween but we do the pumpkin bits um, and we will normally yeah. we didn't for Covid obviously but um normally we would make sure we had something in the house to do trick-or-treaters but last year I handed out 50 pence pieces because we only get like five trick-or-treaters anyway oh, fair. um and the parents thought it was hilarious I said I've gone for the environmentally friendly low sugar option and gave them money <laughs> <laughs> yeah my friend's a dentist <laughs> our dentist loves us because Felicity's still never had a sweet wow no physics she doesn't have anything but uh, she has soy milk hazelnut milk and water and um, she only has chocolate if it's like proper um, organic cacao, like no sugar, 100% cacao in baking. Um, and she's never had a sweet. So That's impressive. Her, Goodness like, me. Her high sugar food is bread. <laughs> <laughs> Which we don't have very often either. Um, she's like, I, th- I think we'd have just oh. been starting to have issues this year because she's three and a half now we'd have started having issues this year but because of covid and we haven't been every anywhere um it's been quite good because she's been under my control that sounds terrible <laughs> <laughs> but like we've been you come at home and you have that bit more control over your food i did find actually um once lockdown happened i realized how many like extra bits of food and snacks i'd have eaten out and about and how yeah I obviously I track my food so I knew um but how much worse those food items were for me than the home baking I would be doing 
because we were still eating a lot of cake and cookies and things because I really got it when we went full vegan really got into vegan baking so we ate a Um, lot of cakes and cookies but they were all homemade and I always reduced the sugar and I always used coconut sugar and and but what I was eating I should have not been able to get back out of my front door when lockdown lifted and I (laughs) um, it just goes to show if you make it yourself and you know what's in it um how much of a difference it can make yeah and you can keep your kids away from sweets but you kind of got to do it from birth we've it's been drilled into felicity from day one sugar makes her tummy hurt it's not good (laughs) and we don't just because other kids have things doesn't mean and she's like the couple of times she's had like sweet things and then she's been really grumpy later and we remind her that she's being grumpy because she's had sugar she's had like and she then remembers and next time there's a sugary option um we say to her would you remember you got really grumpy last time and she said oh I don't want to be grumpy I want to be happy and she went that's so mature goodness me this kid is smarter than me she's like smarter than me and daddy put together I'm I'm like (laughs) if she'd ever left the room when after she was born I'd swear she'd been swapped but um no she didn't leave me (laughs) So I know she's mine. Um, <laughs> she's a genius. She's going to cure cancer or something. That kid. Oh, wonderful! Um, but yeah, it's it's, it's they're like little sponges at that age. Yeah, definitely. Make, make you realise all the things throughout your life that you must have absorbed without realising it. Things yeah. you your own opinions and they're not. You've just absorbed them from somewhere. Absolutely. I think we've seen a lot of that recently, haven't we? Unfortunately. Sort of assessor and things. But. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's, I, see, I love the digressing bits. Um, Always. <laughs> so it's, well, um, I recorded an episode with um, someone you competed with um, at Miss Great Britain with Kat that goes out after oh. one does. Um, so it won't have gone out yet. Um, but basically we'd have we'd answer a question and then we'd have this massive conversation before the next question about something completely different. Um, <laughs> and we like discuss like people being able to articulate themselves properly in arguments and when was it okay to have an opinion and when did it become an ethical issue and um mm. and oh like racism and pageantry and we want to do everything. <laughs> Oh wow! We I'm meant, looking forward to that. Um, and we were meant to be just talking about her returning to to Miss Great Britain, and yeah, it, we we kind of dig deep dig deep in lots of things. It's great, um, but yeah, let's say the best stuff happens between the questions. Oh, great! How wonderful! Amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Um, most importantly, where can we find you on social media? Ah, and. Um, so I am on both Facebook and Instagram as Dr. Zara Nortley, all one word. Um, and I just try and I share a mixture of like before and afters, advice, top tips, um, some behind the scenes, what actually happens in dental practice. <laughs> um, yeah, so like a, a little glimpse and a little reminder that we are actually human. Um, so yeah, I'd, I'd love to see some of you on there. Yeah, it's really funny. Your message the, this evening when you said, oh, are we, we still on for tonight, popped up just as I was scrolling through Instagram to you doing squats in your ah! full dentist gear. <laughs> I'm still, I know you finished your challenge already, but I'm still, I'm not even sure if I'm halfway through yet. So 
<laughs> thought, let me try and get some done between um, between patients. <laughs> so um, for those of you who don't know, Sarah and I have both been doing the 3,000 3, squat challenge um, in aid of refuge um, that uh, I got into because of Hannah and Hannah and Jade were doing it. And then I signed up and then you saw I'd signed up. So um, this is the great thing about pageantry. Like we all, we can spread, spread the awesomeness. Um, yes. Being the psycho competitive person I was in the Facebook group, um, there was someone that was ahead of me, but only just. And I thought, right, well, I'm going to get it finished in the first week. And we had a month. <laughs> it was my three, <laughs> 30 days. And I did it in the first seven, six, maybe even. Um, you are a machine. Because I didn't want to be beaten by anyone else, <laughs> even though it wasn't a race. <laughs> At least I'm honest about it. You are, yeah. It's healthy. I mean, it's it's it was um it was a competition that was good for you. Yeah, because I think <laughs> if, I, if I hadn't spotted that, I'd have been like, I'd have had a day off, and I'd be like, I'll just do do two hundred tomorrow because it's like a hundred a day. But once I start doing and I get past fifty, I'm like, I might as well just keep going. <laughs> yeah, totally. Just keep doing. Oh, oh, oh I've meant to do two hundred today. Oh, I've done four. Okay. Um, and it, that's what happened the first couple of days. I just sort of did more by mistake. And then I was like, right, well, let's just do the whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you did it, but I'm super impressed. I've got like fitness related issues because I didn't want to leave the gym because the gym was about to shut. It was the last couple of days of the gym being open were the first couple of days in November when it started. Um, so I do my whole workout and then I'd still have like, 15 20 minutes of my gym time slot left before they'd kick me out and I didn't want to leave early when I didn't have to because <laughs> I knew it was shutting so I would literally just stand in the corner and do squats so I didn't leave <laughs> oh my goodness I wish I had that kind of motivation honestly <laughs> so you say motivation I say issue, <laughs> <laughs> got issue. trying to be polite no I'm joking <laughs> got issues um oh, man. Well, we'll have to get we'll have to get more into motivation because a couple of people have said that to me actually in the last few days about I wish I had your motivation. I'm like, I, I don't like leaving the gym, but going there, I still find really hard. Going out for that run is still find really hard, and I have to put lots of strategies into place to get my butt there. Um, yeah, that's definitely a chapter or another um, podcast. I think that would be ideal. Episode in itself. It's, it's the getting going. Excellent. Well, um, it's been so lovely to chat to you. We're both like super busy people, so I feel like it's the first time I've had a proper <laughs> conversation in ages. We um, finally got there. We finally got there, and hopefully, get to see you soon. Probably yes, in twenty twenty one at this point, but <laughs> oh, as you say, hope, 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 hope. I'm, I'm gonna get that word like tattooed across my forehead. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh please maybe, maybe don't let's make it the word of no I wouldn't I'm trying to have a tattoo removed at the moment that's so painful that's more painful than labour having it removed is hideous I've <laughs> it done but I think we should change it because wasn't it the Collins dictionary said lockdown was the word of 2020 and I think we should change it and we should do yeah. a whole big pageant girl thing and we should be like no the word of 2020 is hope agreed Thank you for joining me today. I value and appreciate your time so much. It's wonderful you've given some of it to this episode. 
please rock on over to our Facebook or Instagram and share your thoughts. And I would love you to give this episode a share while you're there. For any specific links, check the show notes or rock on over to our website, pageantlandpodcast.com for more information about the podcast or how you can be a guest on a future episode. Have an amazing day. And remember, you sparkle your brightest when you're being yourself. See you soon.